All right, this is K.A. and Eddie J., and you're now listening to the In the Trenches podcast. Today's special guest is our buddy John, uh, who's a male uh, nurse, or Merce, as he and we like to call it. Um, I think you guys might have heard of him when we spoke on him in uh, episode number one, basically like some of his experiences like as a male nurse dealing in like a field with a, like basically a lot of females and just like how it is, like maneuvering through all that and stuff like that. But um. So basically, John is a travel nurse. Um, how long have you been uh, travel nursing, John? Two years. Two years, about two years. And um, we're having him on just because uh, he's got like an athletic build. He makes good money, but he still hadn't found like a decent like partner as far as like starting like a, a valuable relationship. But first, we're going to dive into like some of his experiences like as like a male nurse. Um, so what made you start nursing in the first place? Because like most people who are nurses are like they have like super uh, nurturing. Per- I'm not saying you don't, but it's like super nurturing personalities and all some other type like like little intricate things about them. Cause I know like in elementary school, I took some like little tests, like, Oh, you'll most likely be this mom was actually correct. So I ended up being an engineer, but yeah. So what really drove you to like be a nurse in the first place? Gosh, it's been so long since I took one of those tests, man. I know. <laughs> Bringing that up. Um, so I do like caring for people. I like caring for people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I really enjoy helping them out. And uh, especially during this COVID pandemic, it has definitely helped to, um, enlighten you and put things into perspective as far as, um, as far as, uh, like what you actually do as a nurse. Um, I myself am an ICU nurse, so I work in the intensive care units. So mm-hmm. I take care of the patients on the ventilators themselves with COVID or without. So you got to dress out and stuff like that? Uh, yeah. PPE. Yeah. yeah I got to, I got to dress out in the PPE. Uh, I've worn pappers in the past, which is basically like a filtered hood. Oh, I thought you um, said pampers, like a diaper. I was like, <laughs> no, no. Papper. P-A-P-R. <laughs> yeah. It's a purified air, uh, air respirator and um but yeah I, I i love helping people and uh uh also originally i felt like i had the stomach for just healthcare in general uh, mm-hmm. i wanted to be a paramedic when i first graduated high school and realized what you have to do versus how much you make as a paramedic and let me just say it's a crime in this country that paramedics have to know as much as they know and get paid as much as they do. Same thing with teachers, though. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. The stuff that they have to go through, it is. it should be a federal crime. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, but nurses get paid more than paramedics do. And honestly, uh, there are days when you do have slow days mm-hmm. and uh, are still getting paid pretty decent hmm. to make a living off of. So... Um, there's an added benefit of being a nurse. Plus, it's a very diversified field. I mean, you could go into so many different avenues as a nurse. You could go into home health care. You could go into psychology. You could go into law. I could get a law degree tomorrow. You hear that, Eddie? Hear <laughs> Not I tomorrow. Hear three yeah. years, dude. That's yeah, why I in three years. I, well, I know. I could like enter into law school tomorrow oh, yeah. or something like that and do three years of law and then do like just strict uh, nursing law. So anyways, yeah, it's a very diversified field. Um, and uh, it's it's not bad. I like it. I really like it. So as far as like being a nurse, like is it like – when you were like taking classes and stuff like that, like, did you think how nursing and the day to day was going to be like now that you're actually in it? Like, no, I, I, it really never sank in until I finally figured out my niche. 
I didn't start out in the intensive care unit and working critical care when I first uh, graduated nursing school. I started out in um, what's called the floor or mm-hmm. med surge, medical surgical unit. Um, I basically paid my dues with that and learned how to just get my feet wet with nursing in general, passing, I passing meds, taking care of patients. I got like a question. That. Sure. Did you ever consider joining or becoming a nurse to date doctors? No, like, never. Like women, it never, it never, it never. Or men. I don't know which way you go. I'm not going to judge. You do know which way I go. No, man. I, no, I, I know. So you said some suspect stuff this weekend. That's what I'm thinking. But anyway, just playing with you. But not, you know, well, kind of yeah, like to piggyback, just, well, just to like lay down the foreground or whatever. Like I was doing some yeah. research or whatever. And so there are 2.8 million RNs in the United States. And guess what mm-hmm. percentage are men? 9%. You only know that because I told you beforehand. <laughs> but yeah, 9%, dude. Uh, I which mean, is crazy. Uh, honest guess would have been about closer to like 13, 14% if you hadn't told me the 9%. But yeah, it's it's a very, very small portion of the nursing workforce that are men. And it does make things very challenging. For I'm just us. thinking, like, how was it in class, dude? Why is it challenging? You, you, oh, you, I read somewhere, I, correct I, me if I'm wrong, I read somewhere that uh, men. N- male nurses get paid more than female nurses. Is that still true, or is I I strongly believe it is. I strongly yeah. do you believe think it's it because is. you're when a I'm, man, or is it? Do you think it's because you can physically do more than a woman? Than both, most women, both. Than most women, not all. Both. Uh, I mean, uh, there are some women out there that can definitely run circles around me for sure, but uh, there are also some uh, female nurses that I can run circles around. You know, so it just kind of all depends. But I also do believe that uh, they're really, if you're doing the same amount of work, then you should be getting paid the same amount. If I'm doing more of the work. Which I feel like I well, have. I mean, the reality in the is, past, that, I actually have been constantly called to help lift patients. So that's right. So you're doing more work like because that. it so would I require it would normally require two to three women yeah, to nurses to lift the same body exactly. or equipment or whatever it may be. Just just the other week uh, before I, I I took my holiday break here, um, I uh, actually like just rolled a 500 pound patient just by myself when Jesus. it took like three nurses uh to do the exact same amount of work and I'm female just like, nurses female nurses yes um the exact same amount of work and i'm just like guys this is this is nothing for me can you just go ahead and do what you need to do and i've got them you know yeah you know uh we're just gonna change out all those lines clean them up do whatever do whatever we got need you to. i yeah. think the thing i'm super tr- interested Wait, no in, since you know about wiping ass what's the proper way to wipe an ass front to back depends I, on the gender Depends on the gender. Oh my that's God. true. That's Depends true. On the gender. But do you mummy the hand or do you just fold the tissue and put it on your on your? Body? Does that matter? This is not mummy is for the wasting. Podcast, yes, man. it is. I thought it is. You're a nurse. You're the person to ask. Yeah, I, I know. Do you have any listeners a, out there that don't know nursing, how to wipe their butt? This is there's a nursing a lot. podcast. That, if it's that, a nursing that, podcast, maybe. But I mean, like, no, we talk about everything on here. We talk about people going through it in the trenches, not people who done made it. So what's the proper way? Well, I'm in the trenches. I'm a frontline worker. Welcome. What's the proper way to clean the anus? If it is a female, then you wipe front to back. That way you don't smear anything from the anus to the uh, vaginal area. Okay, but do you is this do you mummy it? Do you fold it? Do you grab the roll and just brush it across? Like every the, nurse has their own method okay, for wiping so it's a ass, style. Man. It, it is a style. You know. Do you and think? I, do you think? I, you I, have, I, I, I what's your style? It, yeah, what's I fold your style? It in on itself. So, so you fold it. Okay. God, I can't believe we're wasting time doing this. This is <laughs> not a waste of time. Some, <laughs> no. some somebody out there does not know how to wipe 
And after listening to I'll this... I'll be honest with you. I'm still trying to figure it out. I got to take a shower every time I poop because I don't think I'm ever clean. I did. I was okay. looking at getting this like little bidet, bidet thing yeah, for my parents. They, I was going to get it for my parents. Do. That's right. And let that's them exactly try it out first. Do. And then they tell me how it is. Because it's got like a little heater and everything. I'm, I'm, it dries sure, and everything. I'm pretty sure that they're well sanitized butts if you go over to Japan That's what they say. They say like we are that. actually yeah. dirtier by using some type paper. of paper that's, that's or exactly cloth. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. You know why? Because we're only spreading the germs around all that's over. Right. They're washing it off. Shoot. We're spreading them to like our pubic hairs and everything else, And then, yeah, it's nasty. But anyways, oh, yeah. I use baby wipes. It's it's still not the same as washing. It's not the same, and not only that, but baby wipes better. are also uh, I think bad for the environment too. Well, especially since you can't flush them. They got they got. There's viable. Yeah, viable. Yeah. Even even those biodegradable ones, they're they're not like all one hundred percent, man. Like we have biodegradable flushable wipes, quote unquote. You're not supposed to use those. Somebody actually You're not won in a lawsuit. Exactly. There's there's no wipes on this earth that are flushable. Exactly. Just really? Yeah. Exactly. You ever uh, watch this? Yeah. Video? No, 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 I know, I know. Anyways, okay. I'll tell you why after. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, anyways, moving along. Mm-hmm. What's that? What else we I wanted because I wanted to get into like H H R issues and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like uh-huh. most women are in fields where they're uh, there's there's more men, so they get like sexual harassment stuff and get hit yeah. on and there's like all these like little small jabs exactly. and stuff. So I'm just like, how is it being on the other side? Like, so I don't know if you're aware of this, but there's definitely a double standard when it comes to sexual harassment. Females, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's got to be difficult. Like, how do you know when you're being sexually assaulted? I feel like it's easier that's for women to know when she's being sexually assaulted or harassed. That's than exactly man. it. That's exactly it. You know why? Because for centuries and centuries, if not thousands of years, we've been on this planet. Um, like men have always had it different than women when it comes to uh, anything. Uh, Sexual, you know, um, when it comes to sexual harassment, uh, men take it a little bit easier than women do uh, in some, if not most cases, uh, because it's an ego boost. You know, if a woman like sees you and is just like, damn, look at that ass or something like that, which I actually did have happen to me in Houston. No, I one thing I would have say, a woman accost it's me an and ego was just boost, like, likes my butt. But for women, if it's unwanted, then it's harassment. But if it's wanted, then it, then they're fine with it, which Correct. is crazy. Correct. And you know, like depends on uh, the the type of nurse that you're dealing with, and it's always important if any of that happens. And I'm not I'm not condoning sexual harassment by any means, but in the hospital <laughs> in the hospital setting in the hospital setting, uh, sexual harassment happens a lot on both sides of the playing field. Yeah, um, I feel like y'all just be fornicating with each other all the time. Depends. Let me ask you but this. Yes, kind of switching. There, there have been instances staying where staying within the same. Lines Realm. of yeah, yeah, sexual harassment. How many, how how much of the staff actually engages in some type of sexual behavior with well, each depends, other? Man, you know that I'm a travel nurse, so like I, I constantly hop from facility to facility. So you've I'm seen a, a lot of facilities, and yeah. So you should know. Give us the inside. You should have a pretty good. Uh, we just used to y'all taking our blood and stuff. We want to know the nitty and gritty. <laughs> we trying to right. see the drama. I watched the good doctor. Right. Some stuff got to be going on. Yeah, right, that's right, right. right. Answer the question. Good doctor. Give us the real good doctor. Um, so if you want to talk about sexual harassment at any of the facilities that I've worked at, um, we're not name dropping either. No, definitely not name dropping. No, 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 no. Uh, either way, it wouldn't really matter because this is an alias. So, <laughs> but not, I don't even care. I, I'm yeah. over the sexual harassment. I'm wondering okay. how many of 
of the nurses and doctors or all of them are all just it's just to me it, it looks well, like it to, happens it, but i can't i couldn't give you, you an you exact number i wouldn't know the exact number or the statistics but, but you it hear about happening all the time everywhere everywhere it's like I'm, this I mean, doctor there's, there's, there's not one single hospital facility in this country that is so conservative so tight that not, there is no kind of fornication or sexual harassment or anything like that yeah then that's, that's not, probably got to be the worst place to be in hr is in a hospital well I, I was thinking though that that doesn't seem too different than any other place um, yes, of, it does. Of work. Not really, because and I think in big law firms, you hear about it all the time, attorneys messing Shoot, with paralegals. Last, last facility that I worked at, there were two nurses working the exact same unit. They were both staff nurses. They're dating. Like, you think they, it's because of hierarchy type thing? You know? I don't know. I, I think it's just like, really, I'm convinced now it's just the same as anywhere other, any other field. I don't think it's just... It's not like that in engineering, dude. Then it, dude, no. Then like, it must be healthcare. Healthcare is definitely a, an entirely different beast altogether. You can't compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges, man. It's just it's, yeah, like engineering is like yeah. a male-dominated industry, so exactly. it's not. It's exactly. not and nursing is a female-dominated industry. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's just okay. And I feel like lawyers and stuff. It's kind of like a mix. Well, it's, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's more it's, men it's lawyers, more, but there's, there's more, more female paralegals and stuff like that. Exactly, exactly. So, like, the paralegals are going to law school to be lawyers or something like that. Or sometimes, do you ever think that sometimes in your in your career field and in, in law, do you think that there are some paralegals that want to permanently stay paralegals and just like looking for a sugar daddy lawyer or something like that, like you? Uh, yes, yes, and no. And I'm gonna flip it back to you for nurses and doctors. I think yeah, exactly. It's it's the same exact way. I've some, actually known plenty of nurses I've, that were only just nurses until they found their doctor hubby or something like that, and then they actually got out of nursing. I knew actually a a, a, a situation like that back at my first staff job. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I think it, it, yes and no. I think I've met both. I've met some paralegals who are looking for that hotshot attorney to support them. And take care of them, yes. But I've also have met um, uh, a couple of paralegals, more than one paralegal who um, is uh, is really proud of what she does, and mm -hmm. she's happy, and she's she already has a family, or even she's single. She's a single mother, and she just loves it. She loves the grind. Mm -hmm. And there are people that are built that way. So, yeah. So, oh. Kind of like switching gears, but so how is it like making nursing friends? Because I'm pretty sure, like, I'm not sure if you travel nurse with like the same group of people or nope. like how it's all is different. Because it? like basically, like you starting over all the That's time, cool. like all the time. And I know you mentioned like how it is, like as far as like trying to set roots and stuff like that. So how is it like making other nurse friends? Because I know like in college. um freshman year they created some like facebook thing just for like the freshman year thing or whatever where like all the like new seniors or whatever could register for this like online portal and meet other like people and stuff like that before was we it like got a to big campus. brother big sister program or no it's just to oh, meet okay. other freshmen and stuff like that gotcha. so it's like this online thing and then like they tell you who your roommates are like beforehand so you go right. like add them on facebook is that the same type of thing that goes on as far as like travel nursing like no, how do you guys no it's it's a complete shock whenever you get there you're all by yourself <laughs> and we do have facebook groups that allow us to network and connect with other uh, travel nurses, but it's, I don't know if you're aware of this, travel nursing itself as an entire industry, there's probably maybe maximum across the country, uh, and this is pre-COVID, by the way, mm -hmm. about 100,000 travel nurses, maximum. 
estimated. Oh, wow. Okay, out of two point. million nurses in the country? That's because most nurses seem to really like stability. They really like having their roots planted firmly in one hospital. Exactly. It's human nature. Me, on the other hand, and maybe there's something wrong with the wiring in my brain, but I don't really... I like traveling. I love traveling. I love the the ability to press the restart button every three months on a contract. And um, that way I know that if I screwed up saying something, which I should probably learn to do better on, uh, if I screwed up and said something that I shouldn't have at the hospital, I know that I can leave in three months or two months or wherever and uh, go to a different hospital. And Do you think that'll cripple button. you from ever being able to be in one place forever, though? Yes. Yes, I do. And so... Um, there are pros and cons to travel nursing as a whole. Um, it just kind of kind of all depends on on how you are as a person. And I'm I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly growing. That's everybody. I can also I can also say this though about travel nursing as a as a nurse. Period. I think that I have done more growth, more personal and career professional growth um, in the last two years that I've been a travel nurse than I ever could have imagined in the last. 20 something years that I was, uh, that I stayed put at one location. Hmm. Like, uh, it is, it is definitely fast tracked my development and my socialization skills and my ability to make friends and my ability to make connections and dating and working on the job and learning new techniques and ways of being a nurse. Like, I travel nursing has opened my eyes and exponentially. How did you hear about travel nursing though? It's not like you went to school and was like I, I just met I met travel nurses when I first became a nurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't hear about travel nursing until I worked my first staff job as a yeah. med search nurse. Um, and uh, I met a couple other travel nurses. I was like, how does that work? Like, what do you do? Like, I had a million and. 1,000 questions to ask them and I kept pestering them every chance I got and I just type it type it all into my notepad and then they were like oh well there's also travel nursing newbie Facebook groups and everything like that so you can also also answer all these questions or ask all these questions here's a bunch of resources as far as books go to to see how travel nursing uh, works and everything like that like uh, there was a book that I that I bought called Highway Hyperdermics that really helped uh, answer a lot of my questions and like recommended a bunch of different travel nursing agencies and things like that. So um, there was a lot of research that was involved. I probably did about nine months to a year of travel nursing research before they pulled the trigger. Hmm. Uh, but the, the, the defining the defining uh, uh, moment uh, that made me pull the trigger was just like I had gotten – I had gone through a really bad breakup uh, in Arkansas and I was just like, what the heck am I still doing here in this podunk so state, kind of like this podunk city, thing. and dealing mm-hmm. with these these people when I could just go and start making money, more money, travel nursing, mm-hmm. and getting to see the country? There's nothing keeping me here anymore. You know, I have no girlfriend. I mean, I have a little bit of family, but my family's scattered all throughout the country. So, do you ever you wish know. you were a doctor? There are times when I do. Yes, Why? because and 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 this is this is mainly because. Um, do you think you would have made a good doctor? I do, I do. But here's the thing, though. Um, I, I, there's definitely, um, and this is just from me working and teaching. My last two assignments have been teaching hospitals, so I actually have had to work with like residents and med students and everything like that. So, uh, if you had asked me this question like a year ago, 
yes. The answer is yes. Now, no, I don't wish I'd ever become a doctor because I see how long it takes for you to actually start making quote unquote doctor money. Okay. Yeah, and even that's, while you're that's a resident, me, you don't get paid that much. You don't get paid yeah. jack squat. Sometimes, I, sometimes you're working for Me free. as yeah. a travel nurse, a lowly travel nurse, I make uh don't put numbers. Okay, well let yeah. me let me just say multiplication. All right. Uh let's I, talk percentages. I, I make at least five times more than what a med med student or resident makes, mm-hmm. intern even. All right. Like that's just a crime for the amount of knowledge that they have compared to me and the fact that I still have to work under these residents and interns and everybody like that almost independently. Um so like the fact that they're not the the pay difference is just uh, astronomical and for the amount of schooling that they have to do as well. I mean, it's like... Well, it's exponential, though, once they become doctors, though. Yeah, but you have to go through at least 10 to 15 years before they actually start making doctor money after basic college, you know? So, like, you've got at least three years of med school. No, no, no yeah. I thought it was eight years. you got at least three years of uh, of med school. Then you've got at least two to three years of residency. Uh, residency. Then you've got uh, internship, which is probably going to be another two to three years. You can't start or, working full-time after the residency? you got to go through your internship. After your residency Dang. and you get matched, you got to go through your internship, mm-hmm. all right, which is another two to three years. So all in all, it's at least 10 years or more before you can actually start making doctor money after you pull the trigger on saying, I want to go to med school. I want to be a doctor. You gotta yeah. be committed. It's true, dude. but you once, gotta be but really committed to your depending, own personal investment. Depending, but you also gotta think too. What's what's at stake, right? And so, th- th- I mean, people's health and lives are on their hands. So, of course, Absolutely. they have to go. You would all think that. policemen would have to do that, but you no. would think so. But anyways, you know, it's funny. Even though you have to wait ten years, damn. Depending on what field or specialty you're in, you're almost guaranteed to make two, three hundred k. Yeah, maybe. But at the same time, I can tell you this right now. Um, for the exact same amount of well, for a significantly less portion of schooling, I can make two hundred to three hundred k. I can uh, okay. So for instance, in the field of nursing, there is a career MP. path. There, there is an MP. Uh, there is an advanced practice nurse, which is um, in some states uh, pretty much individual of doctors, um, if not like comparable to doctors. Um, or there is something called the Certified Registered Nurse Anesthetist. And those nurses, they're essentially nurses that went on to become an anesthesiologist without having to go through med school and residency and be a doctor and all that other stuff. Like but they do the exact same amount of work do as an anesthesiologist. Do they get paid and they the get, exact same amount? Uh, a little bit less, but it's still significantly high. It's like 200 to 300K, wow. if not more, depending on where you work, how many years of experience you have, yada, yada, yada. So you're making 100 plus for sure. You're making more than six figures. Yeah, yeah. You're making you're making six figures. Yeah, gotcha. for sure. For sure. Um, do, you, do you think that nurses were ever replaced like the majority of, well, not necessarily the doctors, but... Excuse me, the need for so many doctors? I think that there's going to be a huge restructuring of healthcare within this country within the next few decades, mainly centered around nurses, yes. Because yeah. they're cheaper. This they're cheaper. system inefficient. It's not. It's really not efficient at all. We're bringing doctors in from every country on earth because we can't replenish our ranks fast enough in our own country. I mean, like, I, I can't tell you just how many doctors I've encountered that uh, are – 
like were educated in India or or somewhere in middle Middle East uh, Asia or Africa or some other continent besides North America, uh, or even some other country even, um, and then they 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 come here on visas or everything like that because they're still educated. They still go through like a a certification board exam or something like that so that they can actually practice medicine in this country. But that's nothing, you know. Like once they pass that exam, they're basically a doctor here in this country, and they um, are able to fast track their U.S. citizenship. So it almost sounds like uh, there are less and less doctors or people Correct. going to. There's to no med incentive to be school. a doctor. Like I told you, like the, the pay to be a med student and everything like that, and factoring all that in with your student debts, uh, your student loan debt. I mean, it is not worth it at Question. all to go through med school. And all. How do you get a, a hospital to pay for your schooling? You have to be an indentured servant to that hospital, like you, sign like years and stuff like just that. Just a yes, couple. Basically, I doubt it's more than five years. Y- Five years is a long time. No, it's bro. not. Not for them to pay a, a half a million of, well, of maybe, student Maybe loans. that's just me. But the thing is, is um, like you have to be basically an indentured servant to that hospital. And God help you if you hate the hospital facility, the organizational structure, the people that are in it. The you're basically stuck there, and you have no options out until you fulfill your career commitment, or you pay all of that back. All the money back that the hospital paid you and reimbursed you. So you said that you think that like healthcare industry is going to be like reconstructed. How would you structure it? So uh, well, start start from well, I say because because there's two ways you can answer. You can say start from the top and then go down, or yeah. start down and then go up. I say go down and then go up. This is a great question. I'm glad you asked. Um, so uh, the way I think that healthcare will be restructured within the next no, few days. not will should should be because you're in it. You're okay. in it. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, like you, you know, you have more information than true, you. Do. True, true, true. So nurse practitioners are a great replacement for doctors in some respects. Mm-hmm. All right, not all respects. But in some respects, they are because they can write scripts, they can diagnose, they can make diagnoses on somebody. Um, If you want any more specialized diagnoses, then yeah, a doctor would be more up their alley. But for the most part, um, nurse practitioners make a great middleman, so to speak, or intermediary in healthcare to help speed things along, streamline the process. If somebody just needs a simple prescription... So more like family medicine then. That's what it sounds like to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they're also useful in other uh, aspects as well. I mean, uh, you want to talk about like the the uh, world or the field of mental health? Nurse practitioners are godsend right now uh, in the field of mental health because they're, they're being embedded in these state psychiatric facilities and hospitals, mm-hmm. helping... To um, reduce the load of these psychologists or psychiatrists that are there that have like 30, 40 patients. And I know this because I worked as a mental health tech for two and a half years before I even became a nurse. So I worked in mental health and saw just like how many patients this doctor had to take on. And we had a nurse practitioner that only came on on the weekends and – just drastically changed the way these patients received their care, received their prescriptions, uh, got their therapy, the necessary therapy that they needed. Um, But that's just one field uh, that nurse practitioners are great at. Um, I want to be what's called an AGACMP, which basically means uh, adult gerontological acute care nurse practitioner. I know that's a mouthful. It Uh, surely is. Yeah. (laughs) What what is that? It it basically means that I work in uh, the um, critical care setting or in the hospital setting, period. It doesn't even have to be critical care. Um, And you work with 
all these kinds of patients. Now, in the name gerontological, it definitely means like older than 65 because most patients that go into the hospital are older than 65. It's um, it's not uh, not every patient is older than 65, but most of them are. It's it's who just are hospitalized. Fact. Most patients who are, ho- who are hospitalized. Most patients are- who are hospitalized uh, and end up getting admitted for more than one day of treatment are older than 65. Uh, a lot of young people come into the ER, but that's usually just like in out boom done you know kind of thing oh so one thing that i've noticed about like nurses like you guys can get to uh, excuse me get together and just like spill like all these crazy nurses i think the only other profession that can do that is teachers so if you could share with us your craziest like nursing story that you've experienced (sighs) please tell us because y'all have some for days dude we, we we have them for days but i really don't feel comfortable telling everybody like that's listening to this podcast because I might turn you guys off to this podcast. I don't know if y'all have the stomach for it or what, listeners, but I'm just saying like I've got some really gross stuff to tell. I've got some really cool stuff to tell. Let's go. And I've got cool, some really I ain't got the cool for gross stuff to tell. So let's go cool. Um, yeah, cool's good. No, it's still gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's still gross. Like every everything that I consider cool is still gross by other standards. Well, um, we'll skip that then. Yeah, I, I, I want to touch a little bit on the um, on maybe the, the health of the people that come in. And okay, then, you may not be able to really answer this since you've kind of bounced around in different fields, but. Um, no, but I'm in. I'm, I'm pretty much in the same field for the last four years. Gotcha. Critical care. So, so everyone has comorbidities, man. So, like, what do you think the food of today and the level of exercise? How do you think that's impacting the health of these these folks that are coming in? Uh, so basically, everything that you've heard or seen on the news and media and everything like that is absolutely true. We are getting fatter as a country, and the diet and exercise um, is getting worse. Is getting way worse. Yeah, dude. it's getting so much worse. I'm I'll telling give you an right example. Now. I had, yeah. I had, I had, go ahead, go ahead. Listen, over Thanksgiving, yeah. I invited my family um, and a couple of friends up to the mountains, and um, we were up there. Um, and I said, Hey, it was a beautiful week too. It mm-hmm. was, it was warm. It wasn't cold. Right. And this is up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. It was still like 60, 65. It was beautiful. And so we go on a walk around the neighborhood. It's just a mile walk. And yeah, it goes, you know, there's some hills. So I'm, I'm, I'm 30. Um, I have my nieces and nephew with me and along with other family folks. Happy belated. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And so mm-hmm. there, there's, so basically what I'm trying to say is there's people from, that were as young as, as 12 years old. Um, who were up maybe up to like 40, 45 years old. Literally, they were all dying from a one-mile walk. Yeah, that's sad. One-mile walk in 65-degree cool North Carolina mountain weather. They were dying. They wanted to turn around. To them, yeah. they wanted to turn around. I'm like, no, listen, we're closer now than we we were before. We should keep going. But they were dying. Some little 12-year-old had to get on his dad's back oh who had a bad knee. Wow. And he's in his forties, and it's just like, why isn't a twelve-year-old girl walking? Right, exactly. And then we, once we finish, right, we get we we get back to the mountain house, and we're inside. I'm drinking water and stretching. The the every all the kids are eating chocolate 
thing, uh, drinking Pop-Tarts sodas probably, and drinking Capri Suns. Oh my lord! Oh. Yeah, that's how they're rehydrating and refueling after a walk, that, that a mile walk actually. Not See, even, not the Capri walk. Suns, but it's just like nothing but like pretty much sugar water. It's all sugar. Yeah, and so that that can't be good. No, so my not. nephew, who I'm pretty close to, he's 15. He's tall. He's 15 years old, and he's like five ten, five eleven. He's not even done growing. He's probably going to, you know, reach six foot probably easily. But how's his build though? Do you got a pot belly? He's, he no, no, he's actually kind of thin, and he would be much thinner if he was more active. Mm. The problem is that he's on YouTube and video games and eating, mm-hmm. you know, cheese its and pop parks all day. Dude, uh, last night when I hung out with my other buddies in Greenville, uh, it was the same way. His his stepkids are are just. They're potatoes, man. They're playing Fortnite. They're playing video games. They're watching stuff on their phones. They're yada, 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 man. But they're completely glued to their screens, as you guys are both now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Um, it is just – it's it's crazy how much technology is just embedded in our daily lives that it's actually affecting us a lot more now than just even 10 years ago. Like when I graduated high school – all right. Like social media and uh, the smartphones and all this technology was still kind of taken off. It wasn't fully where it's at now. Um, back sure, then. and that's kind of what I'm getting to. I guess is like, like I know for, ten, it's what? hard to see the true leaps and uh, bounds, man. Consequences of of where or, or what our food, how convenient it is to eat crappy food, and how lazy mm-hmm. we've become. It's bad habits, dude. And that's right. You want to know? I've taken upon myself is to try and change. My parents, like now they're like, hey, what is this? Like I bring back seasonings or show yep. them different yep. recipes. You've stuff. had to clean up your diet in the last couple of years. Yeah, dude, just because yeah. like it's been ingrained in me from a child. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you really and don't southern know cooking is the worst. Southern cuisine is the worst. We have been, uh, like, it is nothing but carbs. Everything is fried. Everything is fried. It's nothing but carbs and oils and fats and uh, a little bit of protein, if not a lot of bit of protein. But there's like hardly any fiber. At all, like a lot of sugar, a lot, a lot of, sugar. of sugar. There's no fiber. There's but, no veggies. There's no green leafy vegetables. There's nothing, man. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I think, like I you was... got collard greens and that's it. <laughs> cabbage. Don't forget cabbage. Mm. Brussels sprouts, broccoli, all that. Yeah, we had to go to my grandma's house with Nate. But anyway, okra. Okra. <laughs> yeah, I love okra. Uh huh. But yeah, one of my cousins. But was fried okra me, is better than regular okra. That's the problem. You know? That's true. But in moderation, though, that's the thing. True, like true. you can't eat fried stuff every yeah. day. Everybody go. You out know there southern get... portions, though. Southern portions are these. There are no portions. portions. There are no portions. You just put whatever on there. And you exactly. try to eat it it's all. It's crazy. Like, I'll tell you this. Fit the, as much the as you day, want on that plate. Yeah. The other day, I realized when I was out eating at, at this restaurant, I think I went out for work, and this may have been lunch, and I realized that. Damn, we eat way too much. You order something. We invented the supersize, dude. Mm-hmm. Realistically, though, if you go to a sit-down restaurant, that's that's anything that really, in my opinion, is above fast food, which means it's it's a true sit-down. Mm-hmm. Whatever they bring to your table is enough for two, if not maybe three people. And mm-hmm. in this country, we eat it for one. Yeah, for one. Yeah, you oh, know, it is when I went crazy. to Europe, portion sizes were significantly smaller. You were probably disappointed, weren't you? Actually, no. I was very happy with that because you know what? I wasn't gaining as much weight as I did thought I would. Did you eat more frequently, though? I did. That yeah. was the problem. So I actually—it's actually not a problem. You're actually supposed to eat a bunch of small meals versus like I did feel like I was—I did feel like I was kind of sort of getting fatter though. No, but you're probably if you eat not a time, your but then again, I was—I was stuck in Europe for like 35 days. When I say stuck, I mean like moving. voluntarily stuck. Yeah. <laughs> but no, one of my cousins was telling me I think it's like. 
50, uh, I think it's like over 50% of African-American women are overweight, dude. Yeah, I can see it. Like, that's crazy. And then just after like being out in the world, mm-hmm. I'm just like, that is so true. Like, but as far as like the people like, that I, I feel met like that, that could, work out. That could also be said for Native American women. That could be well, it's, said yeah, it's for, all, yeah. th- th- for pretty much every single ethnicity and culture and subgroup. And, you when, know? when was we talking about this? We was talking about like how like Asians typically are smaller just from their diets. So they I was are. To you, right? They are. Yeah, we were, yeah. we're actually eating, we were having dinner or, or something here in Charlotte. And yeah, I, you, you, no offense, but. It's rare that you see a really obese or fat Asian. It's true, but right? but the they ones are, you do they see are starting to pop up a lot more now than they were twenty years ago. That's, well, that, well, that's because they're Americanized. That's my point. Asian food. That's my point. Yeah. That's that. Unless that was the exception I was going to throw in there, it's hard to see yeah. a good. Even if they were born in the U.S., mm-hmm. if these Asians are giving a, a, a true, authentic Asian cuisine, they don't. They're not fat. They're just, they, now they may they may go blonde. Right, they all have glasses, but 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 they're not obese. They're not. We can't say that. I can't. I'm Mexican, so I know I can't say that. What do you think the catalyst would be to change how we eat, though? You you know what I'm saying like an overhaul of like the fast food industry or restaurants. I think yeah. I think we got to reduce different... our portions. How though? Mm-hmm. Like where do you yeah. start? That's what I'm asking. Give these like, people less ingredients. Ingredients. The ingredients is a good start. Yeah. So I... we go for grocery stores then, and make them stop selling stuff because it's like. Well, if you look, how do, how do you drive down the price of organic stuff? You put pressure on the bigger companies an and what the ingredients uh, they put into stuff. For one thing, we can definitely get rid of high fructose corn syrup. All right, that they is, put that in everywhere. They dude. put that Especially in everything, products. and it's cheaper, but it is it is not easily digested the same as actual sugar. Like cane sugar is is more readily and easily digestible in the human body than high fructose corn syrup. All right, it is not that same. It, they may taste the same, but it does not mean that they're yeah, the body recognizes the it the same. If but doesn't break it down the same. Correct. So if we change how we eat, how do you think the healthcare industry would be impacted? Well, oh, uh, we'd definitely be out of the job. I'd no, well, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just uh, every everyone. I think the problem is like healthcare. load management and I, systematically healthcare can be improved. If the mm-hmm. industry and it probably already has, but if, mm-hmm. you got to remember, and I hate to say this uh, about the medical field. In all respects, nurses, doctors, any, all, any and all of them. I hate to group them all together, but but the reality is that you all will not have a job if people were healthy. It's true. You it's just true. won't. You're right. people, doctors but here's don't. Here's the thing. Everyone's still going to need doctors, healthcare. Everyone. Everyone's yes, still going to need yes, healthcare. Yes, but in a different in way, fashion. in a different industry. And so we are, I think, hold on, hold on, hold on, okay. man. Right. I think <laughs> that doctors, and then you group everyone else into that because really they've everyone else works under them, realistically. But- in the U.S. and probably a lot of other countries, doctors are are not educated to cure people. They're educated to treat people. So, yeah, mm-hmm. which means you will be back in a matter of months. But days, if you look or years. at it systematically overall, none of this stuff is really ethical. Mm-hmm. I agree. And that's le- what I'm saying. You, unless you put systems in place well, to that's remove what I'm human greed and stuff like that, we just gonna be in the same. If, you, if we found a way to make money, we're gonna continue to make money off of it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me look at the in. pharmaceutical industry. You, you, you guys are right in why, some respects, but let why me, make let me a just... cure for AIDS when I can have just make you take a little pill every day 
well, not make it a lot you're more dependent money on that. That's, yeah. that's a separate tangent that I'll come back to on no, that one. No, because can, like, if, if you really yeah. said that, I, I, strong, I, I strongly believe there's this. a cure for AIDS out there right now, and the richest of the rich can definitely afford it. But the thing is, it's like, it's too you much wanna, money. You want to know what uh, Kanye much. said? I strongly believe that there's a cure for cancer right now you in wanna, this country. But the thing is, is cancer is a multi-billion dollar industry that affects millions of people around the world in every single respect. You can live through anything if magic made it. Hmm. <laughs> what funny. does that have to do with this? Magic Johnson Cancer. has I mean, uh, AIDS. AIDS. Magic well, not oh, anymore. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, yeah. I, f- I feel like that's with all problems that we have here on Earth. Like if we all... There's that's true. Magic doesn't have AIDS. And millions yeah, they're yeah. Of people, if we all just tackle one issue at a time, everything could be fixed. But there's greed and stuff that just like infiltrates everything and just causes us to it be does. here. You're absolutely right. It does. And progress has been hindered by greed more times than anyone can count. That's anywhere and everywhere. Exactly. So, exactly. Let's, let's move it but along. Let me, let, me, let me add to that whole thing about um, with healthcare. All right. Yes. We were taught even from the beginning of nursing school, and this is definitely true for doctors as well. Health promotion is 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 encouraged. All right. We try and promote health to our patients as much as possible. Healthy living, healthy eating. We do. I definitely do education Dang for on. my patients on how to eat healthier, how to live healthier. But the thing is, is after a certain amount of time, most of these patients that come in, they're frequent flyers. They've they've been here for the same issues, if not for interrelated issues all right so like if you're here for diabetes or something like that but um or um i'm sorry if you're here for a diabetic foot ulcer from a complication of your diabetes all of that stems back from the education that they received when they were newly diagnosed as diabetic like how to eat right how to live or healthier just, how to manage your diabetes they could just right? be negligent and just say f it exactly I'm gonna do I want. exactly patients will always do what they want to do regardless and that should be uh, this pandemic is a prime example of that people will do what they want to do regardless of what you say or how much education you do all right it's all about the level of freedom that we're comfortable with in this country, all right? I can't force you to go out and just eat nothing but veggies and fruits and veggies, all right, Uh, instead of like this nasty fast food crap, okay? I can't force you to do that, and the government can't force you to do that in this country. this morning? Yes, I did. But I feel like if you are for, if you choose to be- But it's also about portion control. But if you choose to be negligent, I'm not going to say you deserve to die, but like you get what you get, like- I, I agree with you on when that you one, and learn. there are a lot of other nurses that do agree with you on when that you one. We learn. try and be as as um, caring as possible, but there does come a certain point where we just kind of become desensitized to the the same patients coming in for the same issues that we told them they were going to be back for eventually, and uh, that also helps. Um, that also aids in burnout um, when it comes to the healthcare field is because we see re- these constant patients coming back in for the same stuff that we tried preventing in the first place. I want to retract my statement just because like people might be addicted. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think, I think there's a balancing, I think that must be done here. Right. I think a certain level is people are going to do whatever they want to do, depending on the freedoms that are available to them. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but the the more educated side of me must also say that hey, these folks are addicted because they're a product yeah. of, their, of the system. Yep. And yep. the system, depending on who you are, 
for example, if you are a poor minority in this country, you have a whole different set of challenges than the than a rich white person. Yeah, just look country. at where they place fast food right. places and Fa- stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Right. And, and, and I, hold up, hold it now. Okay. I'm not done. Okay. I'm yeah. hold it now. Preach. So Preach. I think I, I think it's easy from an educated sense to say. I mean, it's just the people. You know, that's just most people just aren't people. educated though. That's but when you right. really when you really think and you have to go back further than uh than than, than health you have to go back and look Chicken at forward and their egg eco- type stuff yes you got to go their back socioeconomic status yes their economics you got you got to look at their education you got to look mm-hmm. at their um their culture you got to look mm-hmm. at the, their 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 environment yep. right so how easy you got to look at their accessibility to certain things and so then it's just like, well, huh? Is it really about the freedom? The whole person. Is it really about the yeah. freedom, or is it more about, hey, this person has other issues, exactly. and this is what you're just seeing is just one sliver right. of the issue uh, with the big picture, not really the whole thing. So I don't know. It, we're going off on a tangent here, but yeah, I got a question to bring. It goes both ways. Bring us back in. Got to balance it. So this is touch on an appointment. It's like <clears throat> I know how you said, like, what am I still doing here? I don't have anything locking me down. I don't have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. All these ties, blah 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 blah. So I might as well go. So what are some of your like tips and tricks as far as like starting over? Because like for some people, that that stuff can be hard. It's like far as like Absolutely. finding new friends, Absolutely. dating. Like what are your like go tos as far as like getting yourself established and putting well, down roots in a new uh, location? Definitely figuring out um, the local scene, starting with the hospital that I work at. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely chat up with the other nurses, mainly single nurses, just because single nurses have a... And I hate to diss on anybody who's like a couple or married or, or has a significant other or anything like that. But at the same time, it's true that single people do tend to get out a lot more, I feel like. This is true. You know? And so they know the where pulse... Where to go. They know the pulse of the city, basically. Okay. Okay? Um, they know where to go. They know what to do. They know who to hang out with. They know this, or that, or the other. They know what's popping. So you start with work. I start with work, and then I go from there. I also, like I met you guys, meet up. Meet up is a you great... You ain't meet me on there. I met you through there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm just joking with you, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You weren't not, on Meetup itself, but it's just like, you, yeah. We, honestly, I had never all, heard of it. I had never heard of you it. But it's on pretty and here's, 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 here's the misconception you about that it. Everybody has. Whenever I mention Meetup to like say a single woman or something like that, she thinks it's a dating app, and I'm like, no, this is a social networking app that allows you to hang out with complete strangers and make new friends, a new city that you are brand new to. People are too powerful. Right. That's the other thing. Yeah. yeah. That's one thing I don't like about people. It's they're too prideful, especially on like yeah. social media dating apps and stuff like that. People are just too prideful. Yeah. But so do you? Do you hey, think, it is what it is. So do you think it's it's been difficult for you? No, we got to go back. He, I don't think he finishes tips and tricks. Not Write good. down that question. Not time. Yeah, hurry up. Yeah, first is coworkers. Then you said meetup. What else? All right, because because uh, there's other people who I know like uh, coworkers well, meetup. Um, they're. Who are just started? I mean, want yeah. to get into like the nursing. There, thing, there's but. also there's also social media. So like Facebook groups uh, that involve just strictly travel nurses. Mm-hmm. There are Facebook groups out there. Have um, you ever heard of nursing? Group Me? Group Me? Mm-hmm. I've heard of Maybe. it. Maybe I, I might have. In school. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a big one here in uh, Charlotte that I yeah. that I'm on. That's yeah, but cool. I, um, I don't think I've ever used it though. 
Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, um, Facebook uh, has also been another good one. There are um, travel nursing Facebook groups out there. Like you just make a post saying, hey, guys, I'm here in so-and-so, and and Mm -hmm. I'm going to be here for this length of time. Uh, Anybody want to hang out and uh, like go do stuff and explore the city or explore the local area, you know, together or something like that? We can just hang out when we get off. Um, And if you're single, then most of the time, yeah, it works out pretty well. But if you're, uh, it doesn't always work out if you're like a traveling couple or something like that. Because uh, I was going to say, they, like, they exist. Traveling, what? travel nursing couples do exist. I've met out a couple, there. yeah, and and they're great people. They're always great people. But you feel like you're limited in the amount of stuff that you can do and can't do because of the fact that they're already a couple. You know. So what have you had the most success with? Because because I was going to send somebody. I mean, your as far way. as all of those tips that I just gave you. Well, that's like face. So Facebook, mm-hmm. work, meetup. What else? Is there anything else? Not that I can think of at this time. Hmm. No. Um, so what have you had the most success with? Meetup. Meetup. Okay. Yeah. Meetup's good. I like meetup. Yeah. Meetup's good. But the thing is, is when I was in Baltimore uh, for some, we might should get a sponsorship. I was I was miserable in Baltimore, man. Like it was just Poor thing. Terrible. Because Listen, it was, I got a it question. Was, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Tangent. Yeah. Um. Cut that so <laughs> wait, let me ask you this. Speaking of these apps and how to meet people, uh, dating. Are, yeah, are you single because you travel a lot, or are you single because of the of of the of the field that you work in, being a nurse? I think it's both. Yeah, not one more than the other. You think it's fifty fifty? I think it could be fifty fifty. I, I I definitely think that because I travel, it's definitely a huge factor that comes into play. Like when I was in Baltimore, I went on seven different dates seven all right in the seven months that i was there that's a date a month practically all right and none of them ever got a second date now maybe it could be because of human error on my part i don't know but at the same time i strongly believe it's my belief that it's because i was so transparent with the fact that i was a travel nurse even though i felt like i gave reassurances that um i can extend my contract in this place for as long as I want and ask for a staff job and stay put if something were to take off, if a relationship were to happen or and he or she didn't like it. Maybe leave she with something different. Did not like it. No. How how do you get these dates though? Like how do you get these dates? Uh hinge. Only hinge? Yeah, I I, I quit Bumble and Tinder because uh they're useless apps now. Why? Uh I believe that the um, people, the quality of people on Tinder and Bumble is um, lacking, to say the least. Uh, I do not think that you're going to find a very quality person on Tinder, even just a hookup anymore. Uh, and I, think I don't it's, think you're going to find a quality person on the internet, period. But you want to know? You're definitely, you're probably right about that. But I do think that I found some very quality people on Hinge. I do. Oh, no. I strongly believe that. Oh, no. Um, I, the, the problem is, is that the moment I tell them the truth that I'm a travel nurse, right, and that I'm probably not going to be here, uh, that's, 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 that's the that, thing. That's the thing. But no, 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 no. I thing have is, to lie in order no, to even no, get anything done. No, that's what you're saying. No, that is not what I'm saying. I'm saying you just packaging the travel nurse thing wrong. I don't think so. I was being what, very transparent in my last assignment. And there's, there's a thing about being transparent, and I can't think of some other word, but wording know, it differently. Yes, you want to know how we package? Mm. If I okay, we'll we'll, we'll do we'll do a, a mock run. So basically, okay. pretend I'm you, and you the person you go on a date with, and I'm gonna pretend like I'm a travel nurse. 
You ready? Sure. Hey, my name's John. Uh, how are you? Nice to meet you. I'm good, John. How about you? I'm pretty great. Um, I love it here in the city. I just moved here. You know what I'm saying? I'm are still you, trying are you to... the woman? Yeah. No, no. no I'm. No, uh, you're the woman. No, I'm. He's I'm, me. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretending to be John. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I love like the this. city. Um, I'm, I'm kind of interested in putting down roots here. I'm pretty fresh. I'm open to like new ideas and experiences here in the city. Are there any that you could like recommend to me or anything like that? Like I'm, I'm basically fresh off the boat. Dude. That is literally word for word what I used. No, it's I not. Was, no, yes, it's, it is. You breaking out a scene. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm breaking out of character you break, here for yeah, a second. You breaking out of character. Come on. I am John. Shut up. <laughs> I ain't even, in all this, I hadn't even said I'm a travel nurse yet. Yeah. Just wait till you see how I package it. Keep going. All right. All right. Fine. Oh, that Where's sounds the, exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. Like, I really love it here. Like, yeah. I've been moving around. Um, they're, they're, I haven't landed on one thing. This just, like, kind of draws me and makes me want to stay. Um, so I'm just kind of just open to new experiences and meeting different people and stuff like that. So so what has held you here in the city for so long? I'd I'd love to know. Well, I really love the restaurants here, and uh, really love the the social life and the night night scene or nightlife. So know. basically, what you're telling me is you would like to go to grab lunch tomorrow, and then maybe go out for drinks and stuff afterwards, right? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, so what do you do for work? Like, how is like the corporate scene or whatever like here in the city? <laughs> I can't do this, man. Oh my god. I can't. <laughs> anyway, I, in in that whole entire exchange, did yeah. I even reveal I was a travel nurse? No, but did it's it come important. off as like, oh, it, I'm, I'm gonna I'm be going, going in six months, so you might not, you shouldn't get attached to me or anything I'm, like I'm that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask it at some point, and at some point, it's gonna be brought up. All right, and okay, so ask me then. Yeah, it's not like you're gonna know. Oh, I'm so, a travel so, nurse. so how how do you travel so much? What do you do that makes you travel so much? Um, well, right now I'm a travel nurse. I did start off at, at being like at one hospital. Um, it didn't really seem like a good fit for me, but I, I, I love traveling in my free time. But I feel like if once I find a place that makes me want to like dig in roots and stuff like that, I'd, I'd be happy to establish in one place. But I love to find a partner I could go all over places with as far as like trying different restaurants in different countries and stuff like that. Just because like work is work, but like I, I work to like live, not live to work. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of like where I'm at. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. You see how that's packaged completely different from a travel nurse. I'm leaving in six months. If y'all don't get off y'all phones. Mm -hmm. I'm listening, baby. But yeah, you, you see what I'm, I'm saying? I'm still here. I'm still here I, I agree. It's all about, it's really yeah. not what you it's say, it's how you how say it. How you say it. That's, that's what we're trying to convey to you, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So you just got to package it right. And I agree with that. You, you, can, you, can, you can sign up shit, honestly, at the end of the day, and people will eat it. Mm. I, uh, honestly, I just, I just want to spend this next year and just see what happens, more or less, man. But my primary goal is to make money all right i want to try and earn my fortunes here because i know that once the covid pandemic subsides rates are rates are going to go down pay packages yeah, pay you, is going to go down still, you, you, you are have, in high demand you got am in high demand but, but at the same got, time I'd, I'd like to i'd like to uh do what we talked about earlier and just like get into the property business the real before we business. before we move on you you still have to prioritize you okay because we, we talked about this on the previous episode. We we asked, I think it was uh, Tanae, about like um, dating men uh, that she makes more money than. Like, when in life do you really decide and you prioritize relationship over career? When is that for you? If at all. Never. 
Yeah, never. Because it's it, constantly, I've been constantly trying to prioritize career over relationships. And I think that's probably where I've been, uh, my error has been. Um, I, I just, I try and keep working and keep making money and, and everything like that without actually putting much effort into the relationship because I'm not staying put for a long period of time. And I know this in the back of my mind. Uh, it's not even staying put. The long distance relationships work. You just have to find the right person. I disagree. That, that is, I disagree on, as well. On the I, I think, I think KA is, is sorely mistaken on that comment. I, I don't think he's mistaken. I think it just depends on the person. On the person. On the person so yes. for me, long distance relationships don't work for me. I like to have my woman close, not yeah. because um, it's an issue of control, but it's because I am such an extrovert. And if there's a new restaurant that opens, the first thing I think about, like in the order, it's like Bay, not available, friends. But like I want to be able to have someone that I can share yeah. new experiences with when they are available, not like have to plan a month or two in advance. Because it's not even. I agree. Have to I'm with you, Eddie. I f- no, no. I, f- I feel like Eddie we're Jones. all in a financial yeah. space where we could fly, drive, and meet that person. No, there. But, it, but it doesn't. Like if I'm getting off work, it's different. Yeah, if I'm getting off work and I'm just like, oh shoot, I want to grab a quick drink at my new at this new bar, yeah. my favorite bar, with my girl. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Exactly. Y'all, y'all might be a little bit more extroverted than me, but Definitely. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're a planner. Yeah. You're like, hey, yeah. I can have a. a, a, a drink with my girl next yeah. month and i'm okay with that i think that's the for me no it'd yeah. be more than one for yeah. me for me drink. The, well for me i i need to know like hey if i want to be spontaneous because i'm spontaneous i don't make plans oh. i don't have plan i don't have time to make plans oh. so for me it's like hey let's do this let's go and a lot of the girls that i've dated either really really enjoy that and some of them just really don't and mm-hmm. so for me it's about um being being available it's not about the mm-hmm. control or keeping an eye on you. I don't care about that. I, I, I'm, I'm mature enough. I understand that, especially if you know who you're dating. But it's more about are you available when I'm available and can we continue to do things together? Yeah, I And get that's it. why I can't mm-hmm. do a long-distance relationship. If you live more than, I think, three hours, that's long-distance for me, and I can't do it. That's I the same way it is with me, man. I feel you. If you're a drive away, on yeah. one to three hours away, that's yeah. okay. I can do that. Yeah. Because it's a weekend thing, right? I can take half. I can take the half of Friday off and just take off and go. That's kind yeah, of yeah. My fun. situation is a little different. I mean, I could get off work on a Thursday, fly somewhere till Sunday, and then mm-hmm. be back. Like that's that's great for you. But do you know how many women that I've met that don't have that kind of a flexible schedule at all? They're they have a lot more stuff to do. They've got a lot more friends that they want to spend time with that actually live within that area, and they have more options to choose from. All right in that area as far as guys go. You want to know there's what I'm nothing, hearing? There's Stop nothing, downplaying yourself. There's nothing keeping them... Stop downplaying yourself. <sighs> it's not pessimism, man. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I can no, hear it. Not. You just said they have a lot more options. You the option. You the only option. You got to start thinking like that. That'd be great, all right? Except- no, it's the truth. You got to start thinking like that. No, oh, man. Why not? Because I'm realistic. I think that no, it's unrealistic. You pessimistic. I think you're setting yourself up for unrealistic expectations, How? and it's going to hurt a lot more in the future if you try and inc- that's think, the game. If you that's try and think that there's a possibility that's of having game. a long distance relationship, that's the game. That's the game. No. If you want to know what I've learned, it's a difference in thinking between you and I. No, what you speak 
will come true. If you say, oh, it's not going to work, then it's not going to work, dude. You have to actually have the faith, courage, and belief mm. that it's going to work out. Then maybe I haven't met the right woman yet that could actually uh, make that happen. Well, this leads me back to what type of women have you been dating? Are there, are there, are there like the, any this generalizations? Is, this, is definitely, this is definitely a realization. And, and the fact is, is that the women that I have been dating definitely aren't looking for any kind of long-term commitment or so if they, do you know if, how they to... if they are hold on let me finish if if they are looking for any kind of long-term commitment then um it, 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 they want somebody close by i know all right that can actually provide and and that you can actually constantly continue dating i've already met two separate women all right in my travels that um are definitely looking for a relationship but they're not looking for a long distance relationship okay like we clicked we vibed we we definitely went on multiple dates yada 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 all right or or we definitely discussed the fact that we would definitely be very compatible with each other the problem is is that the reality of my situation does not link up with the reality of their situation okay so for example um how do you know when a woman wants a long-term relationship and what would it take for you to be like hey i'm done traveling i want to put roots down here it can't be just a girl dude it has to be other things too absolutely all right so i have to actually want to stay put otherwise if i say for instance i use that baltimore city that i stayed at as an example you wouldn't stay there i would not have stayed there at all so what do you hated need from the city, the city? what I, do you need from the city what do you need from the life to make i, I, I need my boy i need John's? i need places that make me feel comfortable like this place. Can I use this? Can I? No. Can I actually call it out? No. No. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> but you are more than welcome to move to Charlotte and hang out here. That's what yeah. I'm talking. About. I was. I was hoping I can name drop Charlotte. All right, and I can now because oh, you I just yeah, drop people, Charlotte. I thought you people know me. where we at. That, no, no, no. I, I, I'm talking about Charlotte as a city. Like I, I love Charlotte because. Um, it's got everything that I could ever want. It's got a young, bustling crowd, uh, social scene. Um, there's a lot of opportunities for dating, for networking, for um, building a career, having ambitions. It's large enough to actually be able to go out and do stuff. It's an international. They move back. It's an international city. You're right, and I'm I'm definitely like talking my talking the city up, hyping the city up, and in, in an effort for yourself, to convince not for me. I'm yeah, not right to here. convince myself. I know. <laughs> I mean, I know. I'm. I'm I'm convincing I'm leaving, myself. I'm gonna be back you know? all the time. Yeah. The, so, I, okay, finishing up here. Did we? Did, but did, did the we, problem is, is that I'm away from family, and I, I, I've, I value family more than opportunity. You want to know one thing? What? How are you gonna start your own if you with your original all the time? It's true. It's a great point. That's a great point. But I think that the DFW area would give me a nice balance of both worlds between opportunity, uh, living, and plus, I like being a Texan, man. I mean, like, I'm from Houston, and, and, and you know, it's just like, I like... At the end of the day, you're the one that has to live with it. So if you're happy, that's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. And I'm happy with the did we, Texas area. Did we flesh DFW out area. this whole um, dating as a nurse? And, and Not everything? really. Okay. How, how so. is it like dating as a nurse? Dating as a nurse. So... Um, but yeah, we was talking about dating and stuff like that. So how has it been as far as like meeting people of quality and stuff like that? Like one one thing I will say is like the my recent success has been through recommendations of people that I know already versus online dating. Right. Um so as far as quality of people goes in my travels, um it's hit or miss mm-hmm. a lot of times. So i have no problems with with hooking them it's 
keeping them reeled in that is always my issue. You know, like uh, I start off with with basic simple messages and stuff like that. And mind you, this is with like mainly online dating because um, it's so hard to meet people in person, especially Cold. when you're on the same unit or or something like that. Um, because most of the time, all right, and this is definitely an assumption, um, but a lot of tr- a lot of nurses are either in relationships or engaged or married or or a combination of uh, so it sounds like you don't need things. no nurse no i really don't all right like uh, nurses that i've dated in the hospital setting are few and far between it happens on a rare occasion so what type maybe like once a year what type is work for you the normal 9 to 5 um no i, I mean like Dating another nurse is definitely very convenient because you have the same hours and uh, hopefully you have the same shifts. But even if you don't have the same shifts, sometimes that works out to your favor as well. So like she's coming on as you're getting off. So you want another nurse or no? Yeah, I kind of do. Hmm. Well, that makes sense. I mean, but I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to actively like seek it out. You know what I mean? And like I'm not going to work so hard just to look for like a nurse or something like that. I'm still like, eh, okay. So what does John want? I just want somebody that could theoretically be like a travel partner, you know? And and yes, a, a nurse, a, another travel nurse would definitely suit my lifestyle. Travel so nurses I don't aren't the only people who travel, though. I haven't met anybody else that I've been able to do. I know. It's not, I know it's that, not about meeting. It's I, about I know that, looking. Who I know, else travels? I know that there lot. are other people that travel. Who? The problem is it's hard to find those people and Have interact with them. trying to find them? Are you using the social media to you to find them? Or are you Slides, I'm, not, I'm not using anything. I'm not using anything. That's the thing. Like the only thing I would ever be using to find somebody who also travels as well would probably be, be be dating apps. And I have not met anyone else on the dating apps that travels as much as I do, aside from other travel nurses. All right. Like I have not found some traveling by, by you mean uh, traveling oil oil uh, employee yeah, or some you, crap. You're, like you're, that, you're saying you know? someone that travels every every three months. Yeah, or because or even or even every week, you know, like you don't travel that much. No, I, I don't. All right, but I'm just saying, like, if somebody travels to the same area that I'm already currently like stationed at or or on contract with, constantly travels back and forth, and like only has weekends off, like, and they live somewhere else on those weekends, all right, then I'm still fine with that because that means that they're still coming back to this. You know place. who I think my boy John needs? No, a flight attendant. Oh. I've yes. definitely looked into that once or twice. Yes, I knew one. you need a flight mm-hmm. attendant. Yeah, because they have rich. a home base, but they're constantly traveling. Yeah, so and they can always you... fly out to see you. I, yeah. I dated one actually. Do you realize, like, I, one of my the level of flight well, attendants? Not friends anymore, but she mm-hmm. was one. Wait, what? The level I have actually uh, matched with flight attendants on like social uh, on uh, dating apps, mm-hmm. and a lot of times they're they're so superficial or full of themselves that they're not looking for anything except for attention, all right? But they're not looking to, like, meet up or hook up or anything like that. And that's a pain in the butt, man. No, you just got to you gotta learn your filter. You can you can read people out and, and tell what they want. But yeah. So all, all you uh, flight attendants out there listening, um, slide in the, in the Trenches podcast DMs, and uh, we'll drop some gems about our boy John. We may even tell you how much he makes. We ain't gonna do that. I might. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. You you see how I came with the uh, with the um, uh, flight attendant thing? You had to be mm-hmm. more creative and try and find out like 
what career-wise matches well with your aspirations. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want somebody who travels a lot. I don't think you're going to get nobody who travels more than a flight attendant, dude. You're right. You're absolutely right. But the thing is, is eventually, all right, and I'm I'm thinking like one or two years down the road, I would like to um, – I'd, I'd really like to settle down in a location, like have an actual home base or something like that, buy a piece of property, earn some equity, um, and then from there keep travel nursing or something like that until I feel like it's time for me to – um, go back to school, go to grad school and complete my education and become like a nurse practitioner. And then that'll really cement me in a location, solidify me in one location, keep me grounded, keep me rooted, you know? Um, but I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm ready to do like, that until I'm in my thirties. As, as much as you say you like traveling, I don't think, I, love I don't think you'll never get settled in one spot, dude. You could be right, and that's, that's not that. exactly something that I, I, I am comfortable to admit, and I don't think any woman who has a... No, you just haven't met one. I, I don't... You th- haven't met one. Sure. Yes. Sure. I'm right. I'm okay. right. I know I'm right. You just haven't met one. Eddie Day. You're right. What'd you, what knowledge you got one. from a boy? I'm, I'm trying to coach met. him. I'm trying to coach him. I just haven't met knowledge, you yet. Knowledge about what? Uh, relationships? Yeah. Your experiences, your 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 gems that you have to share, did you think he he can learn from? Well, what I'm learning is that uh, they there there shouldn't be any expectations from either side. It's it's you find someone and you appreciate them for who they are, and either you deal with it or you don't. It's that simple, because the moment you have expectations, I mean, it's twenty twenty one, goddammit. Like it's mm-hmm. time to let expectations go. Yeah. And so the moment, well, no, no one it's said it's not. easy, but well, it's yeah, yeah. But I think it's at this point, especially with how things are changing with the dating. There's the feminist movement. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's that, about to be locked in. Everybody, you know, everybody feels entitled. Well, that's fine. Mm-hmm. So let's 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 lay the expectations to the side. This is who I am. This is what I want, which is somewhat of an expectation. Mm-hmm. And, and and this is who you are, and this is what you want. And that's fine. And either you just deal with it or you don't. Okay. So let me let me pose this question to you then. Do you to the both of us to the both just... of y'all? Do y'all both think that it is wise for me to say that all I want to do for the next ten years is travel, sleep around, and not do anything else? All right, just travel the world, travel the country, See, there's no- make money, didn't have to go first. Sleep go around first. and never like settle down, never plant roots anywhere, just be a nomad constantly for the next 10 years. So there's nothing wrong with that and I am not judging you for it and you should definitely go for it. Here's the problem. Okay. That's not you. And so it's you not. you right. you are a well, what you've shown, at least in the past, from from from, I get from lonely, man. Lonely, that's fine. By myself is but, a lonely but it's not business. For you, but it's not for you to say that. Hey, you just want to sleep around because you don't. You want a partner. I you do know? want a partner. Maybe you should discuss having open relationships with certain these certain partners, so that way they're always available when you want them to, and then you can still be open to the idea of sleeping with other people when it's convenient for you. Maybe that's what you need because the last thing you need is to say that hey, I really want to sleep around when every time you date someone, you feel like you got to date them seriously and mm-hmm. and then get butt hurt when they leave you. Right, right. Yeah, right. it seemed like you're moving the line in the sand, dude. You just gotta draw it and stick with it. Yeah, and you're you're absolutely right there. I'm I I definitely 
uh, seem or project myself as somebody who is very indecisive and doesn't know what he wants at all. And so I definitely you feel like that. that out, I, I definitely feel like that. Until sometimes. you figure that out. Well, once you figure that out, I feel like you'll make more traction and, and get more ground. You need you're to spinning, figure that you're out. spinning your you wheels, man. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I think that y'all are definitely right about that, and uh, I, I'm definitely going to try and work on that. But that's also been my point to you guys both um, for the last few days, weeks that I've been talking with you guys. That's why I'm like taking a break so uh, from dating and everything is because I it's need exhausting. To, it's exhausting, and I need to work on myself. I need to worry about uh, doing some personal growth, professional growth. I just got my undergrad done and over congrats, with. Congrats, congrats. You know? Yeah. Um, We're going to pop bottles. Yeah, hey. yeah. Well, I know I'm about to buy some after this. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, so now the world is my oyster, so to speak, and I don't have to worry about really going back for any other kind of schooling except for maybe a couple specialty certifications here and there. Listen, but that's wh- easy. Stuff. What's his name, John Doe? John. John. Mm-hmm. Listen. You gave him the name, John. How <laughs> you going to ask me? You, you, I, think, I think it's easy for certain people, and I'm one of them, uh, to get too caught up in your mind. You're too caught up in your head, man. Absolutely. Yeah, you overthink, dude. Absolutely. You just, 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 just live, do. just do. be present, okay, and enjoy the moment, man. Okay. That's it. And 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 the rest, if it doesn't work out, it just doesn't work out. That's okay because let me tell you something. There's, here's the when thing, you though. die, yeah. you're not taking any of this with you. And I will tell you this: yeah, right. no matter how important you think you are in this big universe and galaxy and everything, and this whole entire creation that's known to us, you will not be remembered. And so yeah. enjoy yourself. You will, be, might, you will become topsoil just like everyone else. And there might be a point where you don't remember. Like I had this realization when um, when I went home. So I was like, we're basically like moving my grandma. She has a mentor, dude. So we were all going through her stuff, like That's me, crazy. my relatives. And she has no idea about all the material possessions that she has. Like she right. just... Honestly, at the end of the day, just happy to be alive. All this other material stuff does not matter. She doesn't know, oh, I, I took this picture of her from 1991. She doesn't care about it. Mm-hmm. Like, all this material stuff at the end of the day does not really matter in the grand scheme of things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you need to sit down and figure out what really matters to you. Because mm-hmm. honestly, the most valuable things aren't tangible You want to know the end of the day. something simple that I really love what? about traveling? I love hearing people's stories. Every person that and I meet, and we are every, happy you're sharing yours with us today. Every new person that I meet, thank you. Every new person that I meet, every you guys included. Whenever I first met you guys, um, and and in my, like my travel nursing contract, I was so glad to hear y'all stories. I was happy to like hear like. Wait, what was my story? What. This, like your actual like honest story, like how you ended up in Charlotte, oh. from where you were, like what what your educational background was, like everything that ended up who that I made am. who you are and why you're here now. You want to know what okay. I have to say? There's somebody out there that has the same exact hunger that you do. Yeah. You just need to find that person. Well, then uh, I guess the hunt continues. Just be creative. No, no, no. Be creative. How would you find you if you were a girl? No, that's <laughs> the wrong question. That is how? That's definitely the wrong question. If John. If you met another version of yourself, would you date you? No. no okay. Why well, not? Then, well, that's to see. He needs it. He needs to. That's he, why I want to work on myself. Man. That's right. Yeah. If you can't truly look at look into the mirror and say, "Damn, I will date that person." Why do you think someone else would? Mm-hmm. That's my. That's that's the way I, I think about it. So I've used that idea to change. But I also think my, that we go through phases. We also go through phases of that where, like, 
some days, some weeks, we're like, yeah, I'd definitely date you. Versus some days or weeks where you're like, I I don't want to even look at you in the mirror sometimes. You know, like, and maybe maybe that's just me. No, maybe no, I think you're me. right, but, but you you need to be fully on. Today, for instance, I can definitely look at myself in the mirror and be like. I need a haircut. I need to do some personal grooming. I need to actually take care of myself you just before shaved. I can even think of it. Like a day ago, I trimmed. There's a difference. He needs a haircut. I need a he haircut. Does? I need That's a haircut. Like I, like on the head, man. Uh, like I need an actual haircut. My well, hair's my hair's getting crazy, range, man. Bro. I don't feel I don't feel confident when I'm not fully um, manicured. Is that the word? Man, sure? I do. Sure. I yeah. mean, okay. Anyways, moving I can't, along. I can't be confident. One hundred percent of the time, one hundred, uh, like three hundred sixty-five days a year. Your you know, confidence like, has to come from how you feel, it not how you look. It not it has to come from how you feel, not how you look. Mm. True. Okay, moving along. What else we got here, Kay? Okay. I think we hit most of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to suggest to you, but I think I told you about this. It's like uh, more like. Because I know you like looking for more quality matches and stuff like this. I had found this mm-hmm. like a couple months ago, some dating app called The League. Like they mm-hmm. look at like the people's like I know, LinkedIn I and stuff like that. So as far as like quality people, like I feel like that'd be definitely like a good starter for you. And because um, I started to work on myself, um, there's this book I read called like The Game of Desire. Um, I read like The Art of Seduction. Um, I bought like uh, something about like human nature and then some other like other books. But as far as like doing work on myself, sh- shoot, get started back at therapy, dude. I, I had a session today earlier. No, wrong today. with therapy. Yeah, and I've definitely thought about that. I've, not, I've thought about entering back into therapy. But again, this ties back to the fact that I have no roots. So it's hard for me to figure out where to go to get. Book a therapy session online. in whatever city. Mine was room. online. I, I I had my therapy session from my uh, living room. Oh, you did like one of those. Like... It, was a, it was a cyber one. Yeah. Okay. Well, what what did you use? Oh, you're not name dropping on here, right? No, I'm not naming a guy, but I I found them like a while ago, and I've been using them ever since. And there's like oh. other services and stuff. How much like that. does it cost? I think like fifty dollars every time I go. Does your insurance cover it? Was part it just it. was it somebody like running their own personal business or was yes, it part yes, of a bigger company? No, it's their own personal business. I found okay. it through my insurance. Um, they have like a website, okay, and they accepted my insurance, so I went through them. Yeah, and I've been loving it ever since, dude. Okay, well, I'll I Google booked, that next, next next place that I end up at. For all you listeners out there, uh, it is uh, my my. Next contract starts in Albuquerque, New Mexico. If you're going to be in Albuquerque, New Mexico from January until about mid-April, I'll definitely be out there. Uh, you never know. Um, I love that, dude. You want to know why? Why? That's probably been the most confident speech that you've given this entire interview. Yeah. yeah. I can say I can tell he spoke that with conviction. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I hope to go out there and maybe join you. Yeah, we're going to visit. Hey, I'd I'd love for you guys to just come on out. We'll hit the slopes. We'll drive up to Taos. Tell me what your vacation looked like. We've got to hit the slopes before March, though. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, my contract ends like April 3rd or something. But there won't be no snow. No, there'll be snow well past May. Really? Dude, last last wow. year last year in New Mexico, what, what, uh, there were snowstorms. There were snowstorms that happened during Memorial Day. There were snowstorms wow. that happened in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and during Memorial Day, it was crazy. We still got to be able to fly home, though. Trust me, you will. Albuquerque is just far enough south that it's kind of like out of the way of the mountains. Mm-hmm. It's still higher elevation, but it's like it's kind of in the middle of the desert. 
and then you get like mountains like in in the background. Mm, so it's kind of it. like Colorado, but further south. It sounds amazing to me. Yeah, it's a great place. I I, I really want y'all to come out and visit. I think y'all will have a great time. So yeah. is that everything? We wrapping it up? I think well, we're wrapping it up. Yeah. All I, right. I, I think so. We can always resume tomorrow if we have to. Yeah. Yeah, we we'll do another episode. Um, okay. I know we talked a little. I think bit we should earlier. still go over height requirements and uh, pay. Let's cap. Do that tomorrow. Yeah, we'll do yeah, that. We'll tomorrow. do that tomorrow. We'll do that tomorrow. But um, so <clears throat> as far as like news wise, um, we're working on the contest. I have an idea of like what I want the prize to be. I feel like everybody could use it. It's just like money. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're looking at doing a contest starting Cash January fourth, running a month long. Um, basically, you'll get um, entries and stuff for following us on Twitter, following us on Instagram, subscribing on uh, Spotify, uh, Apple. All different things, sorts like that. And then we'd probably do like a giveaway uh, at the end of January after the month of um, everybody registering and stuff like that. Pick a winner. Um, so be looking out for that. I think I'm, I'll put a post up the 4th. So just keep an eye out for that. Um, and again, for all the uh, listeners, uh, follow us on Instagram at In The Trenches Podcast. That's D A, not T H E. Um, please tell a friend to tell a friend about us. New listeners, just go ahead and uh, subscribe, rate, and leave a review on uh, Apple Podcasts. But if you're on Spotify, please be sure to follow us. And that is another episode of In the Trenches Podcast by your boy K.A. and Eddie J. And we out. Thank you.